Are you a follower or are you a leader? Stay tuned to today's episode and find out for yourself. Hi guys, I'm Grace Lapoy and I'm here with David Lowe, the automotive sales coach. And as he said, today we're talking about the difference from a leader and a follower. And this is one of the topics that I learned along my my time through middle school and high school and college that in my mind, I always thought that a leader was the one person that had authority, yeah, right? And yeah. I learned in, in high school and college and now my professional life that that's not really the case, is it? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, so, so many times people wear a badge of authority but don't right. have true authority, right? right? In other words, you can call yourself a leader and remind everybody, hey, look at my badge. I'm the, I'm the boss. <laughs> but a true leader, somebody that leads by examples, really more demonstrated by their wherewithal, right? right. Uh, their attitude and their actions, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so what we're talking about is not really a position in a company leader, like I'm the CEO or whatever. It's not that. I mean, I'm the manager. It's not that. It's really kind of a, a way to define yourself in life right. as a follower or a leader. In, in other words, we believe that every one of you could be a leader if you mm-hmm. choose. Right? right? And so let's kind of define it, right? That's right. So a follower versus a leader. Now, obviously, everybody wants to be a leader. So what does it take? Well, so uh, I, we spent so much time in dealerships and in, in over the, the more than three decades, I spent time with sales teams and, and not, not just in this industry, but other industries mm-hmm. and learning about people. And you see some common traits. And because of that, I was, I kind of separated them into two <laughs> categories right. that I see out there. And it's just true. And by the way, I'm going to give you these two categories. And before I do, what is our motto? Be what better today than yesterday. yesterday. So I don't care if yesterday you were a follower or not. There's no judgment here. Right. Uh, in in the Prepare to Win uh, podcast, our episodes are focused on helping you become better today than yesterday. We don't really want to look back. We can look back to learn from ourselves, but we don't want to look back to justify ourselves or make excuses or even find reasons why we can't go forward. Looking back is good for self-examination, but you're not heading backwards. We're heading this way. Let's look at to where we're heading. And so I can choose every single day to be better today than was yesterday. That's right. If yesterday I demonstrate the qualities of a follower, today I can demonstrate the qualities of a leader. That's all we're talking right. about, really. Yep. So the qualities of a follower versus a leader, right? How are we separating these categories? Well, when I go into dealerships, there's two basic types of people that I see. Right. There's people that are waiting around to be told what to do, and there's people that are doing it. I'm just right. telling you, right. that really, truly are. So I would start to define a follower as somebody who has to constantly be directed to do what they're supposed to do. Somebody has to be constantly reminded to do what they're supposed to do, right? right. They only do what they have to do when someone else is watching. The bare minimum. The right? bare minimum. Yeah. And this, it, it shows itself. We see this kind of in, it almost looks lazy, mm-hmm. but it's really this lack of initiative right. that creates a follower. That's right. They're waiting for others to do, uh, and, and they're not taking initiative. And so, on the, on the contrast, a leader is someone who does what they're supposed to do, whether they're reminded to or not. Right. 
Now, this is weird. Some of these qualities, and I don't know where you learn them and where you make the distinction. So one of the jobs of a manager, when you first become a manager, is to lock the doors before you go. <laughs> now, this seems simple, right? Lock the doors. Right. You have a long day, and you're going around the building, and you're checking the doors. And I, <laughs> for you, I'd start to drive off the lot, and I was like, did I lock that door? Now, a follower would keep driving and go, yeah, I probably did. I always turned around and double-checked it. They were always locked, by the way. Never found it unlocked. (laughs) But there's no way that I wouldn't take the responsibility I was given seriously. Somebody trusted me to do that, and I wasn't going to hope that I did it. I was going to go back and make sure I did it. So many people are not taking personal responsibility for themselves. So a follower is always examining others Mm -hmm. and talking about other people's shortcomings. A leader is focused on their attitude and their actions, self-examining and wants to become Mm -hmm. better. right. So we've got a couple things so far, right? Follower only does what they have to. Leader does what they're supposed to do. What anybody's told them. A follower is always is always judging other people and using other people as their excuse. If I had better managers, blah blah. blah. And a leader is someone who's really more focused on self examination right. than out there. Now, by the way, let's just get into that real quick because this is a big separation of people. Huge separation. Huge. So. Um, I'd go into dealerships. I remember one dealership I was in. It was large, and it had a lot of salespeople. And I'm in their training, and unfortunately, none of the managers are there. And that's the wrong way to train. Never do that. You know, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna train as a team, it's not gonna be near as effective, right? So sometimes managers always thought they're too busy to train, which is that tide is turning. I feel managers today are like, man, I need to get better, and I love that about them. But in that day, in the in the '90s, it was really go train my salespeople, right? I'm already a manager. I'm good anyway. So I'd be in there, and of course, somebody would say, Dave. You got to help us. Our managers are terrible. Blah, blah, blah. They're not doing this, and they're not doing this. And, oh, man, you got to talk to me. They, so they, as I did the training, they connected with me. This person knows what to do and what to talk about. They should go and help us fix this place. Right. So I always say, and this happened in many places, <laughs> and here was my go-to response, right? So, okay, are you the top salesman? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. So how many cars do you sell? They'd tell me. like, Okay, great. Anybody sell more cars than them? Okay, great. And, uh, who's the top salesperson? And that person would raise their hand, and I would look at the complainer, the follower, and I'd say, just start using his managers. <laughs> right? And what was I saying? Right. right? Same team, same inventory, same marketing, same customers, same managers. You're looking at why you can't succeed while other people are succeeding. You're blaming other people. And so I think today that's almost um, looked at as a virtue. <laughs> let's let's talk about why I am where I am and not talk about how did I get here through my own attitude and actions, but let's talk about how other people kept me here right. or put me here. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of shameful. So I don't know where we developed this through our life. Maybe it's Maybe it's sports, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it was in sports where you started to develop, I don't know, or competition of some sort. Maybe it's in school and in interaction. Maybe it's demonstrated by people. So maybe not all of us have been exposed to the same thing. 
And I believe inside, we all intuitively do have some of the basic knowledges. And a basic knowledge of complaining about others, you don't really need training to know that that's weakness, <laughs> right? Right? That's that's a that's a cop out. Mm-hmm. You can go on any cor- street corner; people know that's a cop out. They'll do it if they can get away with. It, if somebody enables them, so a, 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 a follower, right? They're always looking at other people instead of themselves. They're always focusing on if they would be better, I could be. But they only do what they have to do when some, you know, when, when people are watching, that's what they do. And so if you want to have followers work with you, you have to constantly kind of force them to do what they have to do. Where a leader shows up and takes personal responsibility for their attitude, knowledge, skills, actions, and results. Leaders make mistakes, a lot of them. But when they fall, they don't blame it on someone else, and they don't stay down. They get back up. So could we say in our vernacular at the Automo Sales Coach, the dealership playbook to train? I'm looking at a page we have from there, um, our proven success model, personal responsibility, talking about. So in all of our training online, if you haven't been on it, um, we have – um, of course, videos, but we also have materials, downloads, workbooks right. that you could use to strengthen your thinking and your and your skill sets. And we're, we're looking at that. We know that leaders are the people that are making the difference in the world. And when we assume, assume personal responsibility for ourselves, we unleash the beast, don't we? That's right. We control what we can control That's and it. focus on just that. That's it. And so... I think that probably all of us probably slip into followership sometimes. We get tired. We get beaten down a little bit. And we might look at ourselves and say, wow, come on, man. Get it together, right? We have to correct, right? It's human nature. We're not looking for perfection here. We're talking about excellence. Excellence is pursuit of your best self. Mm -hmm. That's what we're looking at. Working with your whole might. And your whole heart. And Isn't anyone it? can do that, right? Anyone. Excellence and being a leader is available to anyone who chooses it. Anytime. Isn't that cool? So we say excellence is working with your whole heart, whole might. I think to be a leader, you have to do that. That's kind of a minimum requirement. Right. That you do everything with your whole heart. You get not 100%. Per- 100%. Not perfect. <laughs> not perfection. But pursuit of your best self, right? Leaders taking personal responsibility for yourself. Not just your your results, but your attitude. Your, your knowledge, your skills. I mean, the dealership may provide training for you, but it's up to you to absorb it, right? And for you to, to use it and to practice it and turn it into a skill set. So it's not the responsibility to give you knowledge and skill. It, I believe it is a dealership's responsibility to bring it to you, but obviously it's what you do with it that makes the impact. So if you're waiting for a video to change your life, you're you're going the wrong direction. <laughs> you're a follower. I watch the videos. I just don't get anything from it. That's right. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that's just a follower. Mm-hmm. So my question, did you take notes? Did you pause it and think about the things that hit you? Did you practice it right away? Are you taking responsibility of turning that knowledge? Obviously a success model. Obviously something that will change you. Are you using that? to change who you are. Now, getting back to where I got off track here, you said that everybody can make a choice. Right. Can we make it every day? Every single day? Can we make it every hour? We should. Sometimes hour. we have to. Right. 
Now, if you're in sales, and, and of course, this this whole podcast and our episodes are really dedicated to becoming better today than yesterday, the pursuit of excellence. Um, and many of you are joining us. We hear from you that are not really actively in sales, but you're saying, hey, these skill sets, these principles cross over into my personal and my professional life that's not even really in what you would call traditional sales. Um, but if you're in sales, boy, do we not get a lot of setbacks? I don't know anybody closing 100% of their leads. Some would say closing uh, 10% of internet leads is, a, is an okay job. I don't know. How about closing 20% of total leads? Or even if you close 50% of everybody who you talk to face-to-face, that means 50% of the people are telling you what? <laughs> Get <Yeah>. lost, right? <laughs> right. True or false? Right. There's a lot of disappointment and failure that are naturally built into the role of a salesman. Yes, we don't always have the right car, and we don't always make the sale. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. And so that can be something that can weigh on you and pull you down. And you might find that it pulls you down into being a follower. You know what? It's okay to fall. It's just not okay to stay down. That's right. Be better today than yesterday. Remind yourself, I can do this. Get back and do the things you know you're supposed to do. And I think um, if I would say finally – the last thing that I'm in dealerships and I noticed the difference between a follower and a leader is their mindset, their attitude. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we've talked about it before, but if we go back to the book, Think and Grow Rich, this is one of the first kind of self-improvement books written, I don't know, 1930, whatever. Um, and it's studied craft and carnage, the, the movers and shakers of the night, you know, the, yeah. the turn of the century that really Henry Ford Study them. What do they do? How come they're so much? How come they're making such an impact on the world? Uh, it came down to thoughts or things. Thoughts or things. things. We go back two thousand years ago. Marcus Aurelius said, "The quality of your thoughts determines the quality of your life. Your thoughts are what, or your life is what your thoughts make it." Mm-hmm. Of course, Marcus Aurelius didn't think of that. Uh, <laughs> Solomon said it a thousand years before him that as a person thinks in their heart. So they are. So I think the biggest separation between a follower and leader is their mindset, their thinking, Mm -hmm. their ability to focus on what's good and what's right, right? The ability to, uh, to purposely put a positive energy into their life and purposely focusing on being an impacting other people with that, right? Being a positive light in other people's life. And when uh, Gandhi said, when we change ourselves, we ch- the world changes with us, right? That's right. So it's kind of cool. So we have a lot of responsibility. So um, follower versus leader. Now, which are you today, <laughs> right? Now, which have you been? What is your main go-to? Are you a leader? Are you taking personal responsibility? Uh, are you driving yourself? Are you taking responsibility for not just your actions and results, your knowledge and your skills, your attitude every day? Or have you fallen into the trap of blaming others, only doing what you have to do, saying, you know, I don't really care that much. If they don't care, why should I care, right? right. Are we going to use other people's apathy to create our own apathy, right? That's right. Uh, all change begins with honest self-assessment, doesn't it? Be honest with yourself. Find out where you are right now, be honest, and decide where you want to go. If you're currently a leader, decide how you're going to stay there. 
if you're currently a follower, decide how you're going to change. Cool? Well, glad that you joined us today, right? I am, yes. So we'll have another episode. We're really focusing on some principles and some soft skills right now, but we bring you a lot of different tips on how to turn the minutes of your life into excellence, right? That's right. And when you turn the minutes of your life into excellence, your life reflects your pursuit of excellence, not perfection, right? So thank you so much for joining us and good selling.